Now let's take a look at the bigger picture. Timothy Chubbs with us, CIO Gerard Division of Univest Wealth. Thank you for being here. Your thoughts on the market? Um, we've had this back and forth action. What we're seeing right now is while sectors are higher, we're losing the rally of the day. It's clear that they're selling this off. Yeah, well, you know, I thought yesterday overall the report in aggregate was you know fairly dovish, which is why the markets are up today. Um, you know, ultimately, the Fed acknowledged that the bank term oil is you know likely to depress inflation, and, and some of the forward guidance was also softened in the statement. But um, you know, Powell's comments that sent the markets lower yesterday about not seeing uh, hike or excuse me cuts later this year, as well as you know um, Janet Yellen's comments you know during the press conference, you know, obviously had markets concern you know related to the, not seeing that broad increase in insurance, um, excuse me, the deposit insurance. So, you know, overall, equities are really hard to, I think, you know, be really excited about here um, from a valuation standpoint, given the economic backdrop. And I think, you know, the tightening that will likely continue to, you know, unfold in the U.S. economy uh, now, not from necessarily, you know, monetary policy tightening even further, but from the banking system. Understood. So at this point now, the banking system is front and center. And, uh, you know, we see the, the regionals are down again today. You have the concern whether or not the, the concern is that taxpayers are going to be on the hook to save everybody's bank accounts. At the same time, you really want the backstop of the government. You shouldn't have to worry about if you have a deposit in a bank. Right. Um, we're sort of like in a tough place. Yeah. Well, you know, this is. You know, everything that's been communicated thus far is not necessarily going to be impactful to the American taxpayer. It's going to be handled through FDIC insurance. But you know, the concern by not backstopping, you know, the uninsured deposits uh, as they did for some of the banks that are insolvent is that you have this, you know, concern that you know, ultimately you know, moving money around to get under that two hundred fifty thousand uh, dollar limit and, and a lot of challenges from a deposit standpoint, especially in a digital age where it's so easy to move money back and forth. Right, understood. So what's the takeaway here for investors at this point? What do you advise for 2023? Well, I think we're really getting into, you know, sort of the beginning of the end of the economic downturn. And we'll likely see in the next couple of months, you know, the unemployment rate uh, begin to tick up. I think we'll likely see in jobless claims, you know, some, um, although the number was really good this morning, you know, that started to pick up as a result of, you know, some of these severance packages unwinding. Uh, if you, you know, again, in, unless you're in the state of California, you're not able to collect unemployment insurance and have a continual severance package, uh, you know, be paid out. And so I think we're going to start to see the weakness in the labor market. I think the U.S. consumer is going to start Start the wobble a little bit here, and uh, overall, it's going to make the job I think a bit easier for the Fed as far as you know what the path forward for rates is, uh, and also make it you know easier for them to get a better handle on what's going on in the inflation picture. But you know, if you look at the S and P 500 this year, uh, before today it was about three percent, and if you take out Apple, Meta, Amazon, Google, and um, uh, excuse me, Microsoft, you know those five companies are up 19 percent. The S and P's flat. Uh, the other 495 companies. And so I think going down market cap and, and you know, moving beyond some of the big cap uh, tech names, although we're you know, very much attracted to them and in many cases still recommend them to clients, uh, I think there's a lot more value, especially as you go down in the mid and small cap range uh, within the equity market, you know, just given that valuations have largely priced in a hard landing as opposed to large caps, which are priced in a soft landing thus far. 
Right. Okay. So, and that's the difference there. At the same time, um, there was a lot of criticism on the Fed. They were late to start raising. Now they're raising too much too fast and, you know, raise until something breaks. And that was something that you noted in your notes at this point now saying also further interest rate increases could be counterproductive. Um, explain that. And, you know, because we are likely going to have, this is what Jay Powell says, one more 25 basis point hike. Yeah. I, I mean, whether we see another 25 basis points or we see a pause, you know, moving forward, uh, I don't really think it's, a, a, you know, any more than just really a nominal difference. Um, but we're really seeing the impact of these long and variable lags of tighter monetary policy. And remember, you know, last year, the tightening cycle that we saw was the fastest we've ever seen. And so, you know, now we're finally starting to experience, you know, some of those negative impacts um, in the U.S. economy, you know, uh, make their way through the U.S. consumer, obviously the banking system. And like you said, you know, um, it's hike until something breaks. Well, we've had a few things break as a result of you know, the, the woes with regional banks, Credit Suisse, um, and, and otherwise. So, you know, I, I think, you know, moving forward, the banking system was likely going to be tightening their belt a little bit as far as, you know, extending credit. And uh, that in and of itself will be deflationary as well as, um, you know, a headwind for the U.S. economy. And I think make you know, the Fed's job a bit easier as far as, you know, the, the path forward is raising rates and, and continuing quantitative tightening. Yeah, and as the S&P and NASDAQ are basically looking to clock in some back-to-back -back weekly gains, you, men you mentioned that large clap caps are pretty much pricing in a soft landing. Does that mean, and I think about some of the names that you mentioned, like those FANG stocks, and um, would you tell people on dips to be buying the market in, in that way? Uh, honestly, I think you're, you know, we're still in selling on rips mode right now. And uh, again, you know, we, we saw some meaningful earnings revisions take place over the last, you know, six months or so. Uh, actually, the fastest that we've seen earnings revisions come down since the global financial crisis in March of 2020. Uh, but I'm afraid they haven't come down far enough. And you know, overall, earnings season was decent, but it was a very low bar, you know, coming into this quarter. And uh, you know, we heard a lot about, you know, companies, you know, starting to see some of the weakness, especially in the retail space recently, as uh, you know. The retailers have reported. So, you know, I'm cautious. Um, and I think, you know, instead of buying on dips, we're selling on rips at this point. Sell the rips. Got it. I'm glad I asked that last question. Timothy Chubb, good to see you. CIO, yeah, of Gerard, Division of Univest Wealth. Thanks, Timothy.